From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, atmospheric science graduate and skywarn storm spotter Brady Harris, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn storm spotter and chaser Phil Johnson. Hey everybody, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is season 4.0 of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Can you guys believe that? 4. We've been doing this now for... Yeah, this is our Unbelievable. fourth year. Oh my God. Wait. She's crazy, but if... Four years and no raises. What is that about? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, sorry. Actually, you have gotten a raise. I've given you a 100% raise every year you guys have been here. 100% of nothing. Uh, but, but I want to let you guys know, if you happen to be joining us for the first time, uh, thank God and thank you. Uh, we, we, we love having you check us out. Um, want to make sure that you check out stormfrontfreaks.com because if you like this show, check out the backlog of all the other shows we have with, with famous guests from the weather industry. Uh, we've had people on uh, like, like Storm Chasers, Reed Timmer, and the late Kelly Williamson has been with us. So those are some great shows to go check out. But this is episode 70. Tonight we're joined by the owner, Nathan Moore, and VP of production, Carrie Meltzer. They're with SVL Media, which is a, a storm video broker. So uh, great having you guys on tonight. We're, we're also going to be playing the lightning round with them, which is what we always do. We're going to have a good time there. We've also got Weather Fools tonight and Weathers Believe It or Not. But I do want to share this with you guys. This is exciting. So season 4.0 comes with some new great announcements. We're also starting tonight. We have two new segments that will be on the show. Uh, one is Tornado Talk with Jen Naramore, uh, which is tornado history uh, of, of past tornadoes. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Wichita Falls tornado. And then we also have uh, what's called Tracker Chat. And this is Withing Team uh, that's going to talk, be talking a little bit about uh, chasing and ideas to help uh, you get started, or if you are chasing, maybe some ideas you haven't thought of. So we're looking forward to those two segments as well. But before we get all to that, uh, we do have to introduce our team and our co-host tonight. Uh, we always do that by finding out what everybody's drinking. It kind of lets you know we like to have fun. It's a laid-back nature of the show. So, Dina, welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. year. What, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking a beer by Michelob Ultra. I'm kind of boring, but, you know, I got to get up in a few hours, so I don't want to get too tanked. You know, I, I am amazed because that seems to be the go-to. That, that, that is the it go-to is a go-to, like, if I don't have my For hooch. all the freaks. Yeah. Except me. Well, you know, it's a little... I've seen Brady with that. I've seen Maz with that. I've it's seen just MJ with that. And Kim, I think. Barely no calories once, to it. Not Mick no. Ultra. Mm-hmm. You've never had the Mick Ultra. Kim okay. wouldn't be caught dead drinking it. Well, Kim, no. Kim so, Sorry, so happy New Year to you as well. What are you drinking? Thank you. Okay, I am breaking the pattern here a little bit. I actually have, and it's not chocolate milk, Uh-oh, but it is. It's like a white Russian. It's, oh, um, nice. It's Call actually chocolate boy. mint Baileys with vodka. Oh, so it's really good. Wow. It's delicious. And what do you call it? your breath. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I if like you drink that. too much and puke, that's it'll right. still smell good. It'll still smell good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to think of a name for that, Maz. Maybe you can come up with one. But um, I had this left over from the holidays, so I was like, okay, well, I just drink some of this. All so right, well, that's Merry what I have. Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, Maz, how about you? What are you drinking tonight? Okay, so my wife's like, hey, we got a bunch of margaritas in the fridge. Get rid of it. I'm like, okay, so I have a very large cup of margaritas in my Ooh. Huskers cup. Go Huskers. Oh, that's right. A lot of Nebraska right. people here tonight. All right. Well, happy yeah. Cinco de Mayo to you. And we always tell <laughs> our guests we don't have a real green room, but we have a digital green room, and you're always welcome to help yourself, which means you got to bring your own. Uh, it's BYOB at Stormfront Freaks. But I'm Nathan, I'll start with you. What are you drinking tonight? Well, uh, a beer. Nothing too crazy, but uh, Lanny Kugel Summer Shandy. Oh, that's my husband's favorite. Day. Yes. I was looking for a marker to market winter shandy, but I couldn't find a black marker. <laughs> oh, nice. That's good. All good. Right. Well, Carrie, Carrie, what about you? What are you bringing tonight? All right. So I'm going with a bottle of Johnny Walker White Walker. It's a limited edition Game of Thrones bottle. White that my roommates got me for my birthday. So I'm actually opening it for the first time right now. All right. Crack oh, it my open. Goodness. Wow. 
turns her eyes blue. This is yeah. yeah, this is a special occasion, of course. Uh -huh. Wow. Are, right. you, are you going on the rocks with that bad boy? Neat. Straight we go, out we the go bottom. Neat. He's just gonna Neat. put a nipple on it, right? Oh. <laughs> Straight into the glass. Wow, there we go. All right, nice. All right. well, well, gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to do this. I want to give you a formal introduction, and, and I'm going to leave that to Kim to actually introduce you guys. All right, happy to do it. All right, Nathan, let's talk about you first of all. Nathan Moore is the owner of Stormview Live and SVL Media. He also chases for KETV ABC out of Omaha and NTV out of central Nebraska. Now, Nathan has been chasing for nearly 20 years. You don't look old enough for that. And is currently <laughs> a double major student. I love this. At the University of Nebraska in meteorology and GIS. Now, Kerry Meltzer, um, he is the VP of production at SBL Media, an advanced sky-worn storm spotter and FAA licensed private pilot, <laughs> Dina, right up your alley here, yeah. flying a plane before he was even old enough to drive a car. Wow. His obsession nice. for storms has led him to realize his dream of becoming a full-time storm chaser. And, oh, you guys, I love this. And um, I think, you know, what you guys are doing is awesome. I think the, the audience would love to know a little bit more about your um, your, your company and how it came to be. Well, um, we kind of just started with Stormview Live. Oh, it's been about five years now. And, uh, you know, we just, there's a lot of storm chases out there. But I one thing I've learned over the time is, is watching some of the older people that have been chasing for a long time. they doing the live streaming part of it. Um, and that's kind of where Stormview Live came about. There was this, I always found every time I was out there chasing, there was just people from different parts of the country and overseas that just really wanted to see what storm, the, the tornadoes and the storms were all about. And so that's kind of what Stormview Live came about. It was just more of a focus towards, uh, we're, we're gonna storm chase, we're gonna, we're gonna help the National Weather Service, we're gonna help the public, but we're also gonna take it one step further. We're gonna, we're gonna bring this, uh, awesome weather to uh, the public so they can watch whenever they want to watch. When you so. say older, what are you talking older guys? What's the <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's been a few people out there uh, that, that have been live streaming for a long time. You know, Brett Adair, uh, Michael Phelps, they've been streaming long, a long time. And I didn't really get into the live streaming part of it uh, probably, you know, 20 years after I started chasing. So uh, they've, been, they've been doing that part of it a lot longer than me. Are you out there with Ranby? Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's he's yeah he's the chief meteorologist at KETV. Yeah, I, I was at KMTV three. Oh, nice! All right, yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> K K E, hey, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. This will be our fourth year uh, with them, so we're excited about that. Is Cheryl Lemke out there right now? Man, that name sounds very familiar, but I can't. I can't okay. pinpoint. Okay. There's just so many people we talk to, so it's unfortunately. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> cool. So what? So so Kim asked you a little bit about uh, what got you started with that a little bit, but I, g give me a little history, Nathan, with your involvement, and then Carrie, if I can have you jump in, being VP of production, kind of what your role is with the company as well. Well, uh, with as far as SVL, you know, as far as SVL Media goes, you know, Stormview Live just it blew up a lot bigger than I ever thought it would. Uh, just people wanting to share their experiences with the public. Um, you got to have an eye for it. Some people just don't like doing that, and I completely respect that. Um, but, you know, for us, we like to do that. We like to put it out there for the public. And at the same time, you know, we were seeing that the live streams were getting on national uh, networks, and, you know, I wanted to be able to give SVL that opportunity for our people that are putting it out there. So that's why SVL Media was created. And uh, just an opportunity for them to make a little money for their work and uh, and and for the to get on TV with their live streams. That's why we started SVL Media. And you Carrie, said you're going Carrie. for what? Five years? Five years? Uh, for SVL Media, this portion of it is, will be a, this will be our third year, so we're pretty new. Okay. So, Carrie, okay. what's your role? Talk a little bit about your role. All right. So, as far as production, um, basically, you know, we want to be as much of a liaison to the news networks as we possibly can be. We don't want to just, you know, kind of give them any old video. We want to be extensions of the networks as if they had their own camera people out in the field. So it's basically what I do is I work with the chasers uh, to try to get, you know, make sure they have the right equipment, make sure everything is, you know, working properly. Um, 
I handle most of the video editing for you know all the videos that we put out there, stuff like that. And we uh, we all I also make a DVD every year for the uh, of all of our highlights. So nice. Oh, that sounds cool. Lots of editing. Yeah, I bet. So, how do you guys market yourself? I mean, to like the Weather Channel and some of the other big ones, or they just come to you guys? It kind of started where everybody was well. It started with uh, the Weather Channel coming to us for a video. Um, so that's how we started our relationship with them. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we just kind of saw that we could do this for our people. The main goal that we want to do is just to kind of take care of our people, make sure that they're all, you know, if they go out there spending a lot of money on gas and, you know, stuff like that, that, you know, they get at least some of it back. So we we uh, just slowly started developing relationships with the networks. Right. We made a you know a bunch of phone calls, sent out emails, you know, kind of explaining what we do. And now we have a, you know some good contacts and mm-hmm. still good. trying to grow. We're always trying to grow. I'll so have channel- to give you. I have to give them my uh, email address so they can send me some stuff at Weather Channels like yeah, digital yeah. side. But I was looking at your website, and there was a lot of names on there. Is everybody a storm chaser? So how many do you have? Um, well, we got about there's about 130 people with SVL Media right now. Really? Um, yeah, and uh, we got about oh, I'd say probably 10 to 15 what we call admins, and they do little things for us that you know, honestly, you know, I'm a single father, two children, I go to school, work, and so I need. There's people out there that just love weather that want to be a part of it, you know. They can't, they can't get out there and chase, but they just, they're retired or whatever the case is. They just want to be a part of the weather somehow, some way. So we, they do little things for us, like post weather history or they post when our chases are live to the social media and they spread the word. So that's kind of what they do. So they're, they're a big help. Right. It's kind of tough a little bit for us because we, we all have full-time jobs as well. And and we're trying to do this too. And you yeah. guys are reimbursing mileage for all those 130 people? Because Channel 3 still owes me some mileage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what's, what's the benefit? Tell us a little bit when it comes to storm video brokering. What's the benefit for someone like me if I wanted to go ahead and stream my stuff or try and sell it? What's the benefit for me to go through a broker like you? Well, well we I have, mean, all right, Gary. Yeah, all right. Well, we have the. I mean, we have the. We've built. We've worked hard. Me and Carrie, especially. We get. We, you know, we fly to Atlanta every year to meet with the Weather Channel, uh, digital and TV side. Uh, we go to. You know, I fly out to New York. Carrie just happens to live there, so that's a nice convenience. And we meet with everybody. So we have the connections, and a lot of people have. It's very difficult to get in the doors of those networks to get people to even. You know, they get hundreds and thousands of these emails every single day of all these weather events that are going out. So it's difficult to. Uh, if you're by yourself to get out there and get noticed. Um, so that's kind of what we do. We just, we, you know, we help those people get noticed in the, in the, in the media networks, uh, whereas they might not be able to. I see. What, what do you think, Carrie? What, what would you say is the benefit if, if I'm a chaser and I do want to stream, what's the benefit now? Is it, has it gotten harder if, if I'm trying to, to sell my own stuff as a solo chaser, has that gotten harder that it's almost gotten to a point, and Dina, you could probably chime in a little bit too. Is it better for me to actually go with a broker than to try to do it myself? Carrie, I mean, what do you think? To me, I, people that are out by themselves and they post it out on their social media, it almost seems like a lot of the networks are just trying to get it for free from them. <laughs> um, they want to get a, you know, their name on the air, so they tend to give it, you know, and that's that. So the benefit of working with us is that we could actually get you money. Yeah. Um, that's always good. Money good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really know many people on their own that are that are getting money for their videos. You know, maybe just name credit. Is it negotiable or do you have set rates for things or how's that work? No, we're, we're negotiable. We're easy mm-hmm. to work with. You know, we just want to help our people. Yeah. Has, has that gotten harder in the, over the years to sell it now that, that people are using their phones and Joe Bob out his back window just caught that tornado going by and happened to be at the right place at the right time? No, I mean, if anything, our guys could do that. They're doing that too. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's... It is I getting harder. But are, are they giving it away more, I guess, is my yeah, point. Are it there is more, more people difficult. that are doing it there are more people and it's just it giving it away because they want the credit, not the right. money? Is that hurting you guys as a broker? Yeah. You know, with internet everywhere, everybody's got cell phones now that have really good quality. 
Um, and so, you know, for us, it's hard to gauge a little bit for us compared to like some of the some of the competitors uh, like Livestorms Media, etc. Whereas they maybe, you know, they've been around a lot longer. So maybe, you know, this is getting tougher for them. But, we're, you know, we're so new, we're still kind of growing. And so I think we're, we're benefiting a little bit by that for the fact that we didn't see what it was really beforehand. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're kind of just we're kind of growing as uh, the as it gets tougher, if that makes sense. So you, you got 130 guys, and I guess a lot of them are actually uh, watching right now uh, live. So wh where are they? Are they all over the place, or are they clusters of them in certain places? Like, name some places. All over the place. We have uh, the Midwest. We have a lot of guys in Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, that region. You know, there's some places we're light, like out west, you know, yeah. northwest. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're we not have, very busy out there. <laughs> usually not but it's nice yeah. to have somebody when something yeah. does happen, yeah you know because i'll be looking for it in the morning too uh <laughs> right. at, at you know on the weather channel's digital yeah. side i'm looking for video too right we have you know we have a couple of guys in the northeast i think there's uh four of us in the northeast five five of us something like that but mo mostly in the midwest i mean we have, we're very covered in the midwest that's good so, yeah. Carrie, do you edit it immediately? Like, if somebody sends you a video, does it get edited, or you just uh, like maybe sell it raw, or do you actually? Yeah, I mean, work we try to get it first? out there as fast as possible. I have the turnaround time down to about twelve minutes, maybe. Nice. You yeah, know? the quicker the better. Yeah, yeah. they're trying to get it out as fast as possible. Right. As long as it's not, you know, it's like a crazy long video to go through. But I just yeah. basically put it right out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, hey, everybody, I'm going to pause you for a second. We're going to go ahead and take a short break. Uh, want everybody to get a chance to go ahead and refill your drink. And then also check out the new tracker chat with the tornado trackers. They're going to be discussing weather models. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome to Tracker Chat. This is the Tornado Trackers. My name is Jeremy Heyman, and I am joined by the great Gabe Cox and Jeff Mangum. How's it going, guys? Going great. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, this week we want to chat a little bit about uh, weather models, forecasting models uh, for beginners, for the folks who are looking to head out and spot some supercells and, and other weather events. Gabe, uh, you have always been our resident forecaster. Um, I believe you've been studying forecast models uh, on an amateur level since you were about five. And so we would love to hear from you on uh, what do you, what kind of models do you like to use? What kind of websites do you go to, um, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Gabe Cox, take it away on Model Talk. All right. So here is my disclaimer. I am not a meteorologist. That is not what I went to school for. So the fact that we get anywhere near a storm should give everyone hope that they can one day forecast as well. Forecasting is one of my favorite things to be frustrated with because uh, it's easy to see something on a model and want to take it for the gospel truth. But we have to always remember that the models are simply a guide and they need human interpretation. So, you know, when you're looking at uh, the HRR, the HRRR, for example, the day of and you see a nice big cell in your target area, it's very tempting to want to just go sit there because, well, the HRR said there's going to be a cell there. Um, but you need to, to be sure to look at all of the ingredients and where they overlay. And then, you know, day of, we're looking at um, surface observations and satellite imagery. Um, so one of my favorite websites for forecast models is Pivotal Weather that has access to GFS, the Euro. Um, those are the long-range models. And then you have uh, the NAM. Gabe, could you just briefly, for a total noob uh, who wants to maybe get into to forecasting, could you just explain a little bit kind of the difference between long-range model, medium-range model, and then the, the short-range model? Sure. Uh, the long-range models, like the GFS and the Euro, are really great at forecasting the overall big-scale weather patterns, especially looking down the road several days ahead. And then once it starts getting to within a day or two of an event, um, that's when I start to switch to the NAM. 
Um, it starts to provide some more detailed information about ingredients that are coming together. And then the day of uh, bouncing between the NAM 3K, which is just a higher res NAM, um, and the HER, the HRRR. And those are both convection allowing models. Um, and what that means is it'll show you simulated radar. Awesome. How do you use uh, models while you're actually on the road? The day of, um, let's say there's forecast tornadoes uh, for the evening. Um, when I wake up, the first thing I look at is the HRRR and the NAM3K, um, as well as cross-checking my forecasting with the Storm Prediction Center's convective outlooks. So morning of checking the HRRR, and then it's it's a matter of finding the place where the necessary ingredients overlay with other necessary ingredients. So, you know, if you're going to look for good dew points, you have to make sure that it has good shear in the same area that there are good dew points. Um, and a lot of this information, um, you know, we could talk for hours about how all the ingredients affect each other. All that information is conveniently located on the National Weather Service websites. They have some educational resources, and the Storm Prediction Center also has video lectures about severe thunderstorm forecasting. Those are the resources I used a lot when I was learning how to do this and still reference. So with any of these models, you're able to click an, on an area on a map to get a forecast sounding. Um, and that is a little more technical display of information, but you'll get all of the necessary information to make accurate forecasts and to figure out where your target area is going to be. Well, great. Thanks for uh, some some great wisdom on using publicly available weather models on places like Pivotal Weather, the SPC, and the the NWS. A lot of acronyms there. Great, guys. Um, well, thank you so much for your time. This has been Tracker Chat, and we have been the Tornado Trackers. You can find us everywhere on social media at Tornado Trackers and our website, tornadotrackers.org. Thanks so much, and we will hear from you next time. HelicityDesigns.com is the leader in weather-themed clothing and accessories for the Stormfront Freak and you. Besides a creative line of weather-themed t-shirts, footwear, bags, and more, they also carry an exclusive line of Stormfront Freak's podcast gear and drinkware. Get a 5% discount on your entire order when you use the code SFF for Stormfront Freaks at checkout. That code again is SFF. Find it all at HelicityDesigns.com. All right, hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. So we're with uh, we're with our SVL Media guys. We got Nathan and Carrie with us. We were talking a little bit uh, about trying to kick out the video right away. So, so Carrie, you said you really don't try to edit a lot of it. You're just trying to give them the raw footage to get it to them right. as quickly as possible. And this has been sometimes has been one of my questions, especially with chasers that spend a lot of time doing a good job editing the footage. Uh, especially if they do things like time-lapse photography, things of that nature. I, I'm always curious, what's better? Is it better to, to take the time to edit it and create something that's really beautiful, even if it's coming out later? Or is it better to just kick something out right away uh, to, to get it out there and going? Well, for, for breaking news or breaking weather news, uh, just get it out there mm -hmm. immediately. If you're going to shoot a time-lapse, I would suggest to shoot it in RAW and JPEG, so then you can just kind of throw the JPEGs real quick into a uh, video file and just send it off. But for later, I would say it's better maybe for like stock footage, you know, edit it a little bit better, refine it, and then, you know, save it for to sell for stock footage or something like that. Um, time lapses are typically, I mean, like a lot of the guys, they don't, they don't do it the, you know, like with a, uh, an SLR camera taking photos. So it's more of, speeding up the video, which is pretty easy to do. So sometimes actually just, I'll just speed it up in the edit. You'll see, you know, so you can see <clears throat> Got it. something cool, yeah. some cool motion in the tornado or something like that. You know, Kira, I agree. Yeah. It, the quicker you get it out, the better. Yeah. 
Carrie, are you looking for anything particular, you know, from your guys? Are you looking for like, yeah, I want, if I'm going to do a time lapse, I want it to be this long with this many frames per second. Is that something works best for you or what? No, I mean, time lapses tend to not really sell that much anyway, you know, so I would say nothing longer than like 10 seconds. Okay. You're going to lose the viewers after more than that anyway. Right, right. And are you using any kind of special equipment? When I go out personally myself? No, just back in the back in the office in the bay and everything. Uh, yeah, I just use uh, Adobe Premiere Pro. Okay, that's basically what I'm using okay. to edit. Cool. I think and, that's and what we do too. Yeah, we use a lot of that too. What, so. what, do, you, what do you guys use as well in regards to live streams? So, are you selling live streams as well at the same time, saying, "Hey, I got this gal's on a on a funnel cloud right now, out and blah blah blah." So, you're selling that as well. Yeah, Nathan's yep. take that one. Okay. Yeah, I kind of do the live stream side of things, and Carrie does the video. Um, so how they, does that work? So explain that process a little bit. Well, I mean, it just boils down to you know we have a we have a, a Facebook page that we all are on, and we get they let us know when they're going to go out there, and they're going to tell us, tell us when we're live streaming. Uh, example: We got people that are going to be streaming this coming Saturday for uh, a winter storm that's going on by St. Louis, and so I'll get up at three three thirty o'clock. 3.30 in the morning, and I let the Weather Channel know. I say, hey, we got these people that are going to be live. Um, and we do that on a daily basis. During the winter, it's a lot of getting up early. Uh, not so much getting up as early during the, during the uh, tr tornado season. Right. But, uh, Nathan wakes up at 3 in the morning a lot yeah. of these times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any day we got somebody streaming, it's 3 in the morning. We let the Weather Channel know and the networks. And uh, and they, yeah, we just tell them what they're going to be doing, where they're located. Um, give them their phone number in case they want to do uh, phone, inter phone interviews. And so they're all you know, the, the weather channel or ABC or whoever it is, is prepared. They've got everything in front of them. And if they want to take the shot live, they can go right away and get it, get a hold of the chaser if they want. Now That's you guys cool. have been doing this for a long time, for a while. Um, what is your most wow? Do you even get wowed anymore? I guess after seeing all this video, all of the streaming, was there something that particularly um, touched you or just something you remember as being just absolutely incredible? The craziest one I can think of is uh, probably Jason Weingart had a video of uh, where, what part of Texas was it? Eustis, Texas, I believe. And this woman, she basically had a zoo at her house. She had zebra, she had llamas, wow. she had oh camels and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, an EF4, it was Canton, Canton, Texas. And an EF4, you know, went right through the house and there was animals everywhere. And you know, oh he got God. on the scene and start, and uh, there was a baby, like a foal, that was oh, uh, you know, trapped. And you know, he's picking up the fence off it and trying to help it. And eventually, he helped it. And that, I thought that was a, like one of the most impactful videos I've seen. Wow, cool! Oh. Yeah. The animals in that video were crazy. I mean, they had yeah. zebras, and just she had like a zoo at her house. <laughs> it <was> crazy. <laughs> Wow. How about you, Nathan? What what uh, memorable story? Well, I mean, that's right up there. Uh, that's one of <laughs> that's one of our best. Uh, I I'm a big guy. I love. Uh, uh, we got a guy. Uh, his name is Michael Koch, and he does. Uh, uh, what is it? Weather gone? Weather weather going wild. Weather going wild. <laughs> and uh, he gets out there on the Atlantic and gets these forty foot, fifty foot waves crashing in, and he's just standing there filming yeah. the video. And to, you know, I, I just love oh, stand chest deep in it. Yeah. And these things are just wow. crashing and this is <laughs> the video is just epic. And I just love that stuff. So that's my favorite. Okay. See, he we lives only him. about 10 minutes away from me. So whenever I go on a chase, he's, he's basically one of the guys I go with all the time. He's okay. fun to chase with. Just take uh, one word for you guys: insurance. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, so yeah, that's a, well, that's a good point too. I uh, question is if I wanted to do some streaming with you guys. So let's take someone who says, you know what, this is something I want to do. It's my New Year's resolution. Uh, this storm season, I w I want to stream my footage with SVL Media. W what's the process? What do I have to have in order to do that? And uh, how would I go about doing it? Well. Um we prefer that you have some sort of uh, a camcorder and a, a HDMI capture device. Uh, that's the way. That's how you get the best footage. Uh, you just, you know, you go to got your video camera and it goes out the HDMI into your uh, uh, capture device into your computer. You get great resolution. You have a, you'll need a MiFi Wi-Fi hotspot 
um, to get the signal in your vehicle. Um, at that point in time, we would once you have all the equipment, we then we would bring you into uh, the SEO Media team, and we put uh, put you in put you with one of our folks that uh, is kind of in charge of our Twitch area because that's where we do our live streaming is on Twitch, and uh, she has the uh, basically everything that we need or you need to be successful on Twitch, and she'll walk you through right through it step by step by step to make sure that your stream is ready for national TV. Do I have so, to stream with you guys, or can I just no? Send you don't have to stream. By video. Yeah, about I'd say fifty of the hundred and thirty stream. All yeah. Right. All right. So fast forward like ten years, where do you see you guys yourselves? <laughs> well, worldwide. Why was that? I'll, I'll, I'll do my part worldwide. <laughs> worldwide, awesome. More worldwide, yeah. Why not? Yeah, more Johnny Walker, more Johnny Walker bottles behind you too. I can tell. <laughs> we definitely want to improve our international presence. Uh, that's that's an area that we're you know we're still learning. Oh gosh, a lot going on over there. That's awesome. Well, I do I do want to say this, uh, Nathan and or Carrie. Actually, let's cover both you guys. So uh, Nathan, if you can kind of cover how people can find SVL Media and find you guys, and then even personally, if you got a social media account or something, if they want to reach out to you, and then Carrie, you can follow. Um, yeah, I would say uh, the best way. Uh, if you're interested in being coming out with SVL Media, is to, is to hit the SVL Media uh, Facebook page. Uh, send us a message. Uh, you can also email us at mediadesk at svlmediallc.com. Uh, Paul Goddard is one of our other owners, and he is uh, does all of our recruiting and bringing people in. Uh, so he was the one that will get in touch with you, and he'll find out if you're a good fit for us. Um, as far as me, uh, you know, Twitch, Stormview Live on Twitch is a big thing for me. And then uh, just my regular Facebook page, Nathan Moore. So, okay. okay. Good. Carrie, what about you? I'm a LI weather guy on basically everything. I do mainly Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What's the LI stand for? Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. It's Long Island. Long, long Island. It's yeah. long, like you mow somebody's lawn. Yeah. Hey, yeah, where's your accent, Carrie? Where's your accent? I'm curving it a little, you know? Are you? You've <laughs> been talking to me too much. <laughs> That's good. Well, hey, it is time for our lightning round. So this is our game show of flashy questions with our guests. We always invite everybody to play along if uh, you're listening or watching as well. Uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen... We're going to play a little version of Hollywood Squares. Little Hollywood Squares tonight. So if you're familiar with Hollywood Squares, uh, it's tic-tac-toe. So we're going to play tic-tac-toe. And to get the circle or the X uh, in the square, you have to um, answer questions correctly. And I'm going to ask our celebrities, and our celebrities are our freaks. Uh, I'm going to ask them a question they're going to give you an answer, and you just have to agree or disagree with their answer. That's all you have to do. If you're correct, we give you that square. If you're incorrect, uh, it doesn't get taken. We go to the next person. Does that make sense? Sounds good. Hey, you guys it. have any questions on that? Okay, so I think I think we basically got this down. So I'm doing this uh, old school. So if you happen to be watching on video, I'm going to keep track of our little uh, tic-tac-toe board on a sheet of paper. We're so high-tech. Uh, but we're, yes. we're basically, we'll just call things for our audio listeners. You know, we'll say center square, uh, left center, right center, upper, upper left, <laughs> lower right. Bingo. Uh, we'll do that and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll try and keep track of it that way. Does that work? Cool. All right. So, uh, we flipped a coin, uh, before we started the show that, uh, Carrie and Nathan didn't remember, uh, but Carrie won the flip and he gets to go first. <laughs> so Carrie, uh, go ahead and pick a square on the tic-tac-toe board. What do you want? I got to go right in the center. All right, yeah. so we're going to start with the center square, and that is Maz. Maz, nice. you are our center square. So, Maz, here's the question. Yeah. Before a cow will give you any milk, she has to have something very important. And what is that? A ring. <laughs> if you like it, you got to put a ring on it. I'm just... Put a ring on it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, no. Uh, a full udders. Has to have full udders, okay? Uh, Carrie, would you agree or disagree? <laughs> full udders? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, I agree. You're gonna agree, and that—that's not that's a farmer. Actually, in order to have full udders, in order to have full udders, you actually have to have and deliver a calf. 
Uh, so you actually have to have have that before. Okay. So, so we leave the center so uh, the center square. Right. Yeah, right. sort of. Yeah, but we're not going to give it to you. So uh, that that's open. So Nathan, we go to you. The board is clear. What do you want? Ah, right, we'll try the center. All right, center square. Dina, you are now our center square. Okay. The question is: Is there any such thing as an F cup in bra sizes? I would say it's fabulous. Yes. <laughs> fabulous size. Oh so God. Dina says yes. Nathan, agree or disagree? I disagree. You disagree? Oh. Correct. There is F size. Uh, it's also a triple D. Triple D or F? That's what oh, it's fabulous. We're killing it over here. You know. Goes either way. Yeah, this could be a long game of tic tac toe. Phil, before the candy bar used to be known as the fun size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. So, uh, we are, we now are, it's the hey, freak size. I, I forgot to tell the studio audience to laugh at that. All oh, right. Thank you. So we are, uh, Carrie, we're back to you. Board's clear. What do you want? We're staying there. Center. And center, Kim. Kim, you're okay. center square. Here's right. a question. So you've been having trouble going to sleep. Are you probably a man or a woman? You're having oh, trouble boy. going to sleep. Are you um, probably a man or a woman? Are we allowed to ask that question? <laughs> um, I don't know. They, they, I, I, I want to let everybody know okay? that, that these are actually questions that were asked on Hollywood Square. Oh, so okay. I didn't come up with All these. Right. These are okay. I feel like this is um, a trick question. I would say it's a woman. And you know why? Because I think the husband's snoring. Yeah. So okay. I think the woman yeah. has a harder time falling asleep. That's right. my answer. So, so woman is it. the answer. Carrie, agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. That Yay. is correct. So the square goes to the X. All right. So very good. All right. So we've got X, X in the middle right now. Nathan, you are up. Where would you like on the board? Lower right. We're going to go lower right. Maz, lower right. All right. Here's the question. According to the world book, is it okay to freeze your persimmons? <laughs> yes, and that's why they created long underwear. <laughs> Very good. Okay. No, no the, 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 that's a flower, and that is a no. So that is a no. You should not freeze wow. the persimmons. Do you agree or disagree, Nathan? <laughs> we can say disagree. You can say disagree. That is correct. Hey, you can freeze your persimmons. Don't trust uh, that. So lower right. <laughs> What? Lower right gets the circle. All right, so now we're back. We are back to you, Carrie. Uh, what are you looking for on the board? Lower center. We're gonna go lower center, right Ooh. down the middle. All right, Dina, this is okay. you. Uh, can elephants get drunk? Yes, through their trunk. Drunk? Through their trunks. <laughs> drunk on the trunk. Draw. I like that. Junk on the trunk. <laughs> drunk through the trunk. It sounds dirty, doesn't is it? That, is that your answer? Yes. Yes. They can. Okay. So, uh, what what would you say? So, uh, who are we on? Nathan. Me. Carrie. Carrie, do you agree or disagree with yes? Elephants can get drunk. Yes, agree. This is incorrect. Uh, <laughs> elephants cannot get drunk. They would have to. What if they drink like a thousand? <laughs> what if they drink like? A pool size. Uh, yeah, they would never drink that. Much. Cup That's size. How do you know? Hey, look it up. <laughs> look it up. All right, so we, we got nothing. We got nothing in that bottom one. So we're we're back to you, Nathan. See. Where would you like on the board? Uh, upper center. Upper center. Well, that's oh. a strange spot. So Kim, yeah. upper center. You guys have go. never played tic tac toe before, which, have you? Uh, which, yeah, I know these guys are like, yes. what is this game? I've never seen this before. All right, Kim, okay. which of All your right. five senses, not that you would know this, but which of your five senses tends to diminish as you get older? Oh, I'm going to have to say, oh, my gosh, I think almost all of them do. Um, <laughs> not that I would know any of this, but I have to go with your eyesight, your right? eyesight diminishes I, I, as you I, get older. I think it's good, right, that your eyesight goes as you get I'm older. I'm wearing my glasses today. So you don't it's see them wrinkle up. That's you don't exactly see them wrinkling up I mean, around you. It still looks so good, honey. All right, Nathan, uh, of, of the five senses, that tends to diminish. She said eyesight. Eyesight. Agree Man. or disagree? That's what I would say. We've got second guess, but I think hearing would be the first, so I'm going to disagree. Ah, that's true. 
That is correct. It's actually oh. all of them. A little bit of a trick question, but oh, I did all, all of your of senses first, diminish remember? as you get older. I did. That was the first thing I said. You know, all right. My, yeah, my wife says my sense of humor gets worse. <laughs> 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 well, nice. yes. All right. Nice. All right, Carrie. Here's what the board looks like. We got circle top center, X in the center, and circle in the lower right. What do you want? Upper right. We're going to go upper right. Okay, so this is for really nothing. We're still not blocking anything yet. You guys, you have played tic tac toe before, right? <laughs> I know. Are we going to run out of questions? <laughs> we are. We're, we're, There's we're actually gonna, a certain know, pattern you should follow. We're, we're actually going to start time. playing. If you get it wrong, you lose it, and it's going to go to the next <laughs> uh, In fact, th I think that's we're, we're, we're going to start doing this now. No, nah, I'll give this. We'll do it on the okay. next question. All right. So this, you're going to get it or not get it. So uh, who are we up? We're, Maz, we're up to you again. You had the persimmons uh -oh. question. You also has. What is a good reason for pounding meat? <laughs> what is a good reason for pounding meat? Why would Seriously? you want to Keep it going. It's a real question. I'm just Keep saying. These aren't mine. What's the topic again? It's to <laughs> tenderize. To tenderize the meat, okay? To tenderize. So, uh, Carrie, it, it, it's up to you, right? Agree. You agree? Agree. That would be correct. It's to All tenderize right. or thin. Thin your meat. For cooking okay all right so uh, kind of oil on it first or anything? <laughs> <laughs> see math i told you about it yeah. i told you uh, if the girls would have been on those two shows it would have <laughs> it would have been worse than it was all right here's what the board looks like nathan uh, i gotta, gotta block him you gotta block him so we're gonna go lower left for the block uh dina okay. the question is you uh uh do female frogs croak Yes. Only when they die. But no, they die. I'll give you. I'll give you. Um, I will say female ones don't, just because we let the boys make all those gross noises. Oh, that's true. When it comes to the human, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, male, female. All right. So I'll so, say, I'll say no. So for the uh, this is for the block, Nathan. Agree or disagree? I mean, wouldn't that be the uh, female mating call? Disagree. Um, you disagree that she said no, which, which that's like a double negative. I had to think about that, but yes, that, that is correct. Uh, so you get the block. <laughs> I was confused. I, well, I was too. I, I was like, okay, are. no, and it's disagree mm -hmm. to a no. Does that mean yes? Does that, I yeah. stopped drinking. Oh, I got to have stop. another beer. Stop. All right. So we are now playing. You get the square or you give up, you give up the square. Here's what it looks like. Carrie. Go Circle in the top middle. center and the two lower left and rights, and we got uh, lower center. The, you're gonna go lower center for the block. For the this would be for block. You're right. Oh, I thought okay. it was a circle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's so the X. All right. So this is for this is for a block, <laughs> or this is for actually. Here's I think how they play it. It's for the block, but you can't lose it for the win. So okay. okay. All right. So here we go. So who are we on? Kim. Yes. Uh, in bowling, what is a perfect score? In bowling, um, I'm gonna have to say. What's a perfect score? Uh, two hundred. Two hundred. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Carrie, agree or disagree? Disagree. It's three hundred. Oh, that's he's correct. sure. Yeah, he was oh. sure about it. Three hundred. Three hundred. Former bowler. Oh, that's right. Because I I bowled a two yeah. eleven once. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I've scored a couple times in bowling. I just, I'll just say that I've, I've got a couple. Exactly. Score. All right. Here's what the board looks like. Uh, we got three, three more spots still open. Heading towards a tie. <laughs> left center. Nathan's going for left center, uh, and we are up to Maz. You ready? We'll so see. When you pat a dog, he will wag his tail, but what will happen when you pat a goose? You get wide-eyed and an oh. <laughs> Jeez. The crowd didn't laugh for that one. Sorry. You get a, you get a honk. You get a honk from the goose. Or you, you, you get, get, a, get a golden egg. You get a honk. All right. You probably get a bite. Uh, do we agree or disagree? Disagree. You disagree. That is correct. Uh, you actually you take a drink. It's a Patron tequila, and it's a Grey Goose vodka chaser. Oh, man. What? <laughs> All right. I uh, totally lost you. You didn't catch right. that? It's called it's called it's called Pat and a Goose. You have a, a shot of Patron and then you chase it with a uh -oh. Grey Goose vodka. Wow. Okay. Called Pat a Goose. Trick, Come trick. on, get with All it, right. guys. 
All right, here's what the board looks like. You only got a couple spots. What are you taking? For the block in the upper left. Block in the upper left. Can anybody win? Yeah, he can. He yeah, can still win. win. You can't. I'll tell you this. This is real exciting, Carrie. You can't win. Dina, this is you. We got okay. to finish this. this is All, right. All right. If you were pregnant for two years, what would you give birth to? <laughs> Holy <laughs> um, <laughs> Two years of pregnancy. And I'll say it's got to be like something big, like a whale or an elephant. So... I'll go with elephant. Elephant. Agree or disagree? <laughs> Agree. It's an elephant. It is an elephant. Oh, uh, wow. That being said, we are going to end in a complete tie. So, gentlemen, yeah. you, you know enough of tic-tac-toe to know how to tie, which is good. I, that makes me wonder now, how do they win in Hollywood Squares at this point? I don't, I don't get that game anymore. I don't know. That's weird. That anyway, was fun. Yeah, that was good. Uh, well, anyway, thanks for playing along, guys. You were great. Hey, we're going to go ahead, everybody. We're going to take our final break. We've got our new Tornado Talk segment with the story of the 1979 Red River Valley tornado outbreak. And we'll be right back with some weather fools. The Red River Valley tornado outbreak, also known as Terrible Tuesday, occurred on April 10th, 1979. 25 to 30 tornadoes occurred on this day. Two were given a rating of F4, and each of these were long track and at times were over a mile wide. The first F4 tornado had a path of 37 miles, causing damage in the town of Lockett, Texas, and it devastated the southern and eastern parts of Vernon. It was described as a giant boiling cloud on the ground. Some of the worst damage was in southern Vernon on Gordon and Atlanta streets. 11 were killed, one in Lockett, and 10 in Vernon. The most devastating tornado of the day was also given an F4 rating. It tracked through the southern portion of Wichita Falls, Texas. This tornado had a total track of almost 47 miles, eight of those miles through portions of Wichita Falls. It grew over a mile wide at times, and there were close to 1,800 injuries reported and 42 fatalities. The tornado moved into Wichita Falls, hitting Memorial Stadium at McNeil Junior High School. It slammed into an apartment complex in a nearby neighborhood, and it was here that the tornado's first fatalities were recorded. The massive tornado continued to the east-northeast, damaging commercial buildings along Southwest Parkway. The Southwest National Bank was destroyed, except for its vault. The National Weather Service, in partnership with FEMA and the Red Cross, produced a documentary in 1984 called Terrible Tuesday. It includes survivor stories and safety information. Here is Isla Benson, who rode out the tornado in the bank's vault with several employees. They had sounded the tornado sirens that afternoon, but we really didn't pay any attention to them till I made a call home to my son, and he said, Mom, there is a bad storm coming, so please take cover. So seven of us employees went into the vault, and we knelt on the floor, and we could hear this roaring sound. And then all of a sudden, we just felt like we was going to explode, and our ears needed popping. So we stayed there for a while till everything got quiet, and then we got up and we looked out and we just couldn't believe what we saw because there the cars that were in the parking lot were now in the bank's lobby and there was no bank left. Further east of this area, homes in the Faith Village Edition were destroyed and Ben Milam Elementary School was severely damaged. The tornado moved across Kemp Boulevard and several more fatalities occurred in this area as commercial businesses, including a restaurant, were destroyed. Many cars at the Sykes Center shopping mall were tossed on top of each other. Damage occurred on the south side of Midwestern State University and on the east side of town, the Sun Valley Housing Area, the Sunnyside Heights Mobile Home Park and many large commercial businesses were destroyed. The tornado moved away from town and entered Clay County. As many as five satellite vortices were seen in this area, and a large number of rural homes were destroyed in Clay County. There were no fatalities here. The tornado officially tracked over the Red River into Jefferson County, Oklahoma, and after causing significant damage to approximately 20 homes, it dissipated. Many people tried to flee from the tornado as it crossed the south side of Wichita Falls by getting into their cars and driving east on Southwest Parkway, north on U.S. Highway 281, and then east again on U.S. Highway 287. And many of those vehicles were blown off the roadways. 42 people were killed in Wichita Falls, of which 25 were vehicle-related, and 16 of the 25 got in their vehicles to move out of the tornado's path. 11 of the 16 homes that were left were not damaged by the tornado. An extremely devastating set of statistics for this event. 
Over 3,000 homes were destroyed by the Wichita Falls' terrible Tuesday F4 tornado, and 1,000 were damaged. Over 1,000 apartment units were destroyed. 140 mobile homes were destroyed, and two schools were demolished. Total property damage, estimated at $400 million in 1979 dollars, is one of the top 10 costliest tornadoes since records began in 1950. After surveying the damage that occurred on Terrible Tuesday, Ted Fujita stated the following about the Wichita Falls tornado, quote, The damage path was one of the widest I've ever seen, and its intensity was almost equal to that of the giant storm that leveled Xenia, Ohio, in the 1974 tornado outbreak. Details on this event gathered from a special summary from the National Weather Service in Norman, Oklahoma, and from the official storm data publication from April of 1979. You can read about this event and many others on our website at TornadoTalk.com and get hooked on more tornado history by following us on social media. Do you have a product or service that needs to get in front of thousands of weather fans? If so, you can partner with the Stormfront Freaks podcast and be heard and seen over multiple platforms. To get more information, go to StormfrontFreaks.com and click on Our Partners or send an email to Phil at StormfrontFreaks.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is the part of the show where we have a lot of fun making fun of people when they do stupid things in weather. We call it our Weather Fools part of the show. And um, we have a couple people with uh, Weather Fools that we want to show you. I think, Kim, you've got one, right? I do. All right, let's hopefully I can share this. So I'm just on YouTube. I just typed in Slipping on Ice 2019. And um, I had to go at about two and a half minutes into this one. And the whole you guys, if you have to watch the whole compilation. Oh, that's great. It is. You've seen this already, you guys? Okay. All right. So this one, I want to show you this one, okay? And then you, well, okay. So what's happening is this this guy and this girl, they're in a car, and there's ice on a sidewalk, and there's snow everywhere, and they're parked at a bend in a sidewalk where all these students are walking, and they're videotaping these kids falling like they they keep saying okay here comes another group of kids let's watch them fall and then these kids wipe out oh that was a big they're not, kid too they're not, they're not warning oh, hi, mom. Oh. <laughs> they're not warning goes. these kids they're just sitting there videotaping all these kids falling and i just thought it was terrible that's like ice chasing okay. right it there is. Feel me to, I ought to be on that so <laughs> to me that. that is um I thought the weather fools were the ones in the car. I just thought, you know, that's terrible that they, they actually, you know, were videotaping these kids I, I falling. Wonder and, got, I wonder if they got uh, permission slips from all the kids to show their video. You know, uh, that's yeah. a good question. I don't yeah. know, but and not only I, were they videoing them, they were laughing their butts off as they that's were videoing them. Exactly I, I, the kids right. weren't even on the phones. <clears throat> I don't see no. one phone in their hand. No, none of them were. They were innocent kids walking, and these people in this car were just laughing at them, thought it was the funniest thing instead of letting these kids know they were about to hurt themselves. But anyway, but then I felt bad because I'm laughing at this whole thing. So I don't know. But that that's my fool right there. All right. You can okay. you can stop sharing your <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phil, you have a weather fool too, you right? Know, I, I do have a weather fool and and you know and for this is the second time I've had a weather fool like this, and it's a little somber, and so I, I, I a little bit apologize up front for doing this, but this is another situation where sometimes being a weather fool can be extremely dangerous um, and can cost people's lives. And, and this, uh, so what I'm going to share with you guys was from South Carolina. There were some sheriff deputies that were charged with manslaughter uh, oh. after Hurricane Florence because they were transporting... Um, some uh, mentally ill patients to another hospital in a in a, a, sh- a county sheriff's van and they ignored several opportunities to turn away from flooded waters actually drove through miles Aww. worth of roads and flooded waters and unfortunately what happened is they got too far into the flooded area it stalled the vehicle the vehicle got pushed off the road they were able to get out, but unfortunately, the patients were in the back of a van in a cage that was locked. No, that's not a way out, to go. And Man. they uh, they drowned. And oh, how horrible! Oh. So, an example, folks, of you know, we like to have a lot of fun with this, but there's also a reason why we say this is foolish, 
because it, it really can cost lives and it really is dangerous, mm-hmm. especially when you're putting other people uh, at risk from this. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I apologize for being a little somber on that. But when I heard this story, I'm just like, this is this is the, the pinnacle of being stupid in a weather situation yeah. um, and putting other people's lives. So, you yeah. know, if, if you want to take your own life and, and you're in the car and you do that, that's fine. But don't do it with someone else mm-hmm. in the vehicle. But think about it. If it could happen to deputies, I mean, it could happen to anybody. True. I mean, it was I mean, bad decisions. Yeah. It was a yeah. bad and poor decision. But a lot of people think I'm going to be fine and it just doesn't. Yeah. All right, I've got one too, and this one's funnier. All right, good. We, need, right. To, we need to be a little lighter. Let me get. Uh, let me end it on a funny note. All right, so this one, this is either weather cool or weather fool. Oh, and man. if you guys <laughs> have been paying attention to what's going on in Europe right now, they've been getting hit with yeah. tons of snow and blizzards and stuff. And the video coming out of there is incredible. So this is from severe-weather.eu on Twitter. And this was winter fun um, where a car is driving across the road and people are skiing behind it. (laughs) So I don't know if it's weather cool or weather cool, but I'm just going to play this because I think it's so cute. Let's see if it plays. But you can see it go by and they're just skiing behind it. And I think it's funny, but like the we- yeah. yeah, but the weather fool part of it is me being a mom. Like you, stupid. This is you're gonna go down. You're gonna go yeah. down. It's all fun until they take yeah. that turn too tight. There he goes. There he goes. There yeah. Right. yeah. Oh my god, it's funny because you could tell nobody's even on the road. Yeah. That just this one guy. So, I mean, probably probably shouldn't have tied themselves to the bumper too. No, no because <laughs> then they're gonna get dragged. It's kind of like the almost like the Marty McFly hanging off the back in the snow. Yeah. We're we're giving Nathan and Carrie too many ideas, I think. Some How can we stage this? I know. I know. <laughs> Dollar you, signs in their eyes. If you guys want to watch here. any of these, yeah, go to episode seventy show notes. It's they're fun to watch. Mm. Awesome. All right. Uh, so let's go to stormfrontfreaks.com. Uh, anything episode 70 or look on your phone. A lot of times, guys, you know, if you're listening to the podcast on your phone, uh, you can pull up the show notes right there on your podcast app. Uh, we'll have those links on there. So, Maz. All right. Time now for weather, believe it or not. And actually, we've had some really good ones in the past. So I'm excited about this. Uh, let's see. Kim, you've got one for today, don't you? I do. I do. Oh, here we go. What do you again. Have? Okay. So um, we don't share on this one, do we? You can if you want. Okay. All right. I, mean, I, 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 I would probably say, Kim, probably you don't need to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my vote, right? That's just one vote. The question is, can I do it is the, is the real question. All right. So this was kind of cool that um, I actually found an article and uh, about, and this to me was like, believe it or not, right? Do you believe this? That um, it was, it took till 1950 that weathermen, back then it was weathermen, um, could not, they were not allowed, they were forbidden to say the word tornado in their forecasts. What? Wow. Yes. In, in Russia. In, <laughs> no, this is here in the United States. And there's a story here and it's, um, you could find it. I'm sure we'll give you the, it's all, let's see, atlasobscura.com. And it's, it says until 1950, U.S. weathermen were forbidden from talking about tornadoes. And it goes in and talks about how back then, um, because they were so bad at forecasting, you know, the, the their bosses and stuff didn't want them talking about it to panic people. So they were forbidden to say it because mm-hmm. their forecasting was so bad anyway that they were probably wrong most of the time. So they weren't allowed to say it. And it wasn't until 1950 that they were actually able to say it on the air or, you know, whatever at the time. And they actually quote, um, let's see, Roger, let's see. See where to go here. Um, wow, let's call him yeah. Roger. That's fine. Yeah, who cares? You know, Roger is um, about how that all happened and how you know they were actually um, back then just so afraid. They were so frightened by these things that they weren't even allowed to say the word until hmm. the 1950s. So it was kind wow. of an interesting article. Hard to believe that that even took place but i want to yeah. know when what year will it be when we never hear the phrase oh you guys can be wrong 100 percent of the time and still get paid i yeah. know it all i, I know, know is roger edwards he wrote he wrote he uh wrote some stuff in this article so very interesting anybody like history um kind of cool 
All right. So mine is about ball lightning. Do you believe in ball lightning? Um, I found a cool video and we're, you know, we'll put it on our show notes, but um, it's kind of cool because in years ago, they weren't sure if it was really real or not. Um, and I remember learning about it in college, but this video is really cool. It's an unexplained um, atmospheric electrical phenomenon. They say it's actually in the shape of a ball, why hence ball lightning, but you can see it. It almost looks like, um, you know, like the size of a tennis ball or a golf ball. Some say it's up to different sizes. Like one thing says eight feet, oh, yeah. um, but it's really cool to watch this video um, and in one way, you kind of think, is it actually lightning or is it just aliens, like alien <laughs> drones? But I remember like even going back at school and learning about it. And um, they said, you know, it could even travel through your home. I've heard of that. Yeah. So glass. Yeah. Yeah. Like it comes comes mm -hmm. through your home. So, you know, you know what that video looked like? Carrie, it looked like uh, Brooklyn and, and the uh, transformer that blew from Edison Power. <laughs> that was so that cool. Big glowing blue light. Did you I'm see sure that? you were able to see it, weren't you, yeah. Carrie? Just a, hint, just a hint of it out the window. Okay. Okay. But, you know, I've personally never seen now. it. I, I think that's so cool. That is cool. Is that, is yeah, that that's really cool. Seeing almost fire? Is that yes, yes. Okay. It is. Okay, cool. uh -huh. I can definitely say living in Chicago, I saw ball lightning multiple times. You did? Yes. Really? How yep. big was it? Like it, it looked like the sun flashing real bright. That's what it looked like. How really? big was your ball? Really? Like how big was the ball? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Yeah, literally like the size of the sun. If you're looking at the sun in the distance, is this like a Oh, that's big. Flat. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is this before or after Lining Kugel? <laughs> how many shandies have you had <laughs> all right phil you got one of these too yes yeah, so i do have something to share with you i'm going to take us back to 1911 <laughs> and uh this this unbelievable cold front set, uh, swept across the central portion of the u.s this was in november 9th through the 12th of november so not all far from that right now in, in the time of the year. But listen to this. This is in November. We had violent tornadoes breaking out in Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Wisconsin. No. In November. Wow. Believe it or not. And an F4 <laughs> twister decimated Janesville, Wisconsin. It actually killed nine people, injured 50. But listen to this. The tornado struck about 2 o'clock in the afternoon on November 11th. By midnight, blizzard conditions were raging, and the temperature had fallen from 70 degrees to 7 degrees. Wow. This I is believe in it. one afternoon from 2 p.m. to midnight. So, wow. so these guys are having to clean up after an F4 tornado in, in blizzard conditions. Yeah. Wow, it went from 70 to 7? 70 wow. to 7. It's like it saw a trooper. Yeah, 2 p.m. to midnight. <laughs> right. It's like it's not a state trooper. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tina, you just tweeted that today. Uh, that's what I got it. Oh, my that's gosh. She got, awesome. She's reusing her stuff. That's okay. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> so anyway, look, look, look that up. Uh, that might be on tornadotalk.com. Who knows? But uh, 1911, wait, wait, wait. Janesville, Wisconsin. Tornado. How do they know it was an F4 in 1911? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Well, hmm. look it up. Probably from it, probably it, from the damaged pictures and stuff like that. They maybe are looking at that. Uh, how old was Fujita? How old? Was uh, I don't know how old he was. They, yeah, I don't know. Look it up. It, it's 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 uh, National Weather Service has even talked about uh, the F level of that tornado. So. Uh, like an F maybe, cup. You know what? Hey, maybe Fujita went back and studied that particular tornado and said, hey, I studied it and looked at all the pictures. And, da -da 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 -da. and they did. That's what they did. If you look at the uh, Grisola And what he book. said, mm -hmm. what he said was, what F and level F is that? Is an F4, exactly. <laughs> F you, man. All right. That's, that's my uh, weathers, believe it or not. And EF is extra F you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. With that note, hey, you can check out all the uh, weather, believe it or not, and weather resources at uh, stormfrontfreaks.com, episode 70, show notes. You got Still. that right. Man. All right. Well, MJ's a little under the weather, so we're going to save our listener questions and responses for next episode. And, and so I think that just about does it for uh, this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. want to thank everybody for listening and watching. Before I reveal who our next guests are going to be, uh, if you enjoy our show, do us a favor. Leave us a great review on your podcast app. 
But also, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You just have to hit your uh, podcast app subscribe button, and it works just like a, a free magazine or newspaper subscription because it is free. It assures you get the latest show delivered right to your podcast inbox uh, so you can listen to it the minute that we release it. So I want to give a, a special thanks out uh, to our guests tonight, Nathan Moore and Carrie Meltzer. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Thank you so Thank you. much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Very honored, honestly. Thank awesome. You. It was, uh, yeah, it was great having you on. And our next episode in two weeks, we're going to be recording on January 24th with Mark Remillard and Bobby Nichols of the Outbreak Storm Chasing video game. Uh, so this is a, a storm chasing video game that they're working on uh, putting out. If you'd like to watch the recording live at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. Uh, just go ahead and search, uh, search, search Stormfront <laughs> Freaks, uh, and you'll find us there. So unless anybody's got anything else, uh, for Sicko MJ, for Maz, Dina, Kim, Nathan, and Carrie, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear. Happy New Year. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Watch our shows on YouTube and Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out our live interactive Storm Chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search for Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.